-hmm. I was involved in street evangelism, and I used to answer the phone. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Oh, my God. To our podcast series where we get to know the staff at Carnegie. Thanks for joining us today. We have with us Barb Fowler. Barb, thanks for coming on. Would you start by sharing what you do here? I am administrative assistant to children's ministry with Pastor Kent and also includes youth with mm-hmm. Pastor Jordan. So I pretty much take care of those guys or try to. Oh, I love it. You're great at your job. So we love having you. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes. Okay. So next part of our podcast, we are going to just do 10 rapid fire questions. Just give us the first answer that comes to your mind and any stories you want to flush out, we'll take. Are you ready? Sure. Yes. Go for it. <laughs> be fun. Okay. Number one, what is the worst present that you have ever received? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, that's a hard Stumped one. Her. I don't think I've ever gotten a really bad present. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that pops into my mind is when I was in the ninth grade, my parents got me my first record player. Okay. But it was all country western songs. I got Charlie Pride and um, Eddie Arnold records. So mm-hmm. I can sing to you all of the old country heartbreak Songs. I love it. That's awesome. But it wasn't bad. I was yeah. excited about it. Yeah, that's okay. That can, that's okay. Record playing ninth grade. Love it. Okay. If you could afford any car, which one would you drive? A Toyota van. <laughs> Why? Because we don't have a truck. Okay, sure. And we did have vans before, mm-hmm. and you can use them kind of like trucks if you lay all the seats down. Mm-hmm. And I am a Toyota and um, Honda believer. Really? So, yeah. Okay, good to know. Okay, love it. Okay, good. Okay, number three, fuel light comes on in your car. How do you handle it? Uh, what do you do? Almost never see it. <laughs> really? <laughs> a quarter of a tank is empty. Okay. Good for you. So you're like just never even going to be there. Okay. Nope. Good for you. Okay. So a quarter of a tank, fill her up. Okay, good. So then the next question. Unlet- wait. Yes. There, there is yeah, an go. exception. Okay. Give if I have like $1.50 of, of high V points, yes. I'm totally going to wait till the light comes on. Yes. You're right. And by the way. I don't get gas. John fills my car. <laughs> I love it. But love yeah, it. the only time we're going to let it get really low is when uh-huh. we've got like a dollar and a half off. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So here's the question Have you ever run out of gas? The only time I ran out of gas was when John was first in seminary mm-hmm. and some friends were going to the mission field and gave us their old 1966 Pontiac. No, it was an Impala. Mm-hmm. huge boat of a car it was amazing and I was on the way to Bible study and ran out of gas because the gas <sighs> gauge didn't work <laughs> but that's the only time <laughs> oh, I love it okay good oh, that's awesome okay so now we know okay if you could go back in time and change history would you hmm the first thing that comes to my mind is that's where we're supposed to go, is that the Jews would have believed Jesus, mm. and we wouldn't have had to. Totally. We would have, this would have been it. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, that'd be a good one. Okay, let's give it. Okay, number five. Do you have a bucket list? And if so, what's on it? I do not have a bucket list. I usually have a list most days. And mm-hmm. I'm a list person for sure, mm-hmm. but not a down the road list person. Mm-hmm. One of the things I, if I ever get to retire, I guess I would like to engage in John's ministry to the elderly a little mm, bit more. Really? Yeah. But that's not really on my bucket list per sure. se. I don't have, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have like anything even just in your mind that you're like, oh, I want to accomplish that or do that or visit that? I just want to love on my family yeah. and my grandkids and yep. spend as much time with them as I can. Yeah, that's a good bucket list. It's a full one. Okay, awesome. Okay, night out or night in? Ooh, <clears throat> depends on the week. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm really a night in mm. gal. Mm-hmm. Um, bring me a pizza and a movie. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like to chillax. Yeah, I love it. Okay, number seven, I think. How do you usually answer the phone? I love this one. Well, anymore now, you usually know who's calling. Right, exactly. Um, but I usually just say, this is Barb. Okay. But before we were married, mm-hmm. I was involved in street evangelism. And I used to answer the phone. Okay. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Oh my God. <laughs> and I really got into some good conversations, like with insurance salespeople oh, and no. stuff. Um, but That's awesome. <laughs> I bet you have some stories from that, huh? <laughs> I love it. Okay. Okay, good. But you Maybe don't. Maybe I should go back to I it. I was going to say, you don't anymore. You don't answer it that way. No. Mm. Okay. Okay. If you were to write a book, what would it be about? Home organization, probably. Really? And my kids mm. used to, one of my kids said once, and they kind of hung on to it, that if I ever had a biography, mm-hmm. it would be life off a target end cap. Mm-hmm. Because I used to clothe our kids, and I'd buy school supplies when it was when they were out of season and they had really cool backpacks for 50 cents Mm -hmm. and so my kids would give me a hard time because I'd walk into Target and head straight for the end caps (laughs) they're not so great anymore but they used to be really good I mean like when they like they would cut it when Uh they first moved it to an end cap it was like 75 percent off yeah and then it would just go down from there now it's like 10 percent off totally it's there a month, 20. It's because yeah. everyone was doing that and they cut off. <laughs> Wait a second. Little sticks. I never should have taught <laughs> <Yeah>. them that. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, which moment would you most like a do-over of? Mm-hmm. Maybe our wedding. Really? Well, just one, yeah. one aspect of it is that I started crying and my nose was running and I didn't have a tissue. Oh, no. And so I was like trying to say my vows and, to, mm. and and all the things that went with that, trying to trying to yeah. oh, do the little no. wipe with your finger and not, and, and so I was really, really anxious about it. Oh no. So I wasn't really as focused as mm. I, that's probably a crazy one, but that was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. That, I'm yep, sure there are a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I feel the same way. Okay. Okay, last one. What is an irrational confidence that you have? An irrational confidence. confidence. 
Yeah. So, like, that would be – I'm trying to think of how others have, have answered it. Like, um, you feel like you're really, really good at it, but in reality you're not. So, like, one of them answered that they are having a rational confidence that they're good at responding to texts, but they're actually not. <laughs> like, they just never really respond, or they're late in it. What do you think an irrational confidence? That is a hard one, Justine. Hmm. We really should ask John. <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> what do you think John would say? How about let's ask it that way. So it's something that I feel confident about, but I probably really shouldn't because mm-hmm. I'm not really that good at yeah, it. It's irrational. Helping in the yard? I don't know. <laughs> Why would you I, say that? Well, because John is the, I ne- we always rented growing up, never sure. had a garden. Mm-hmm. We were lucky if the yard got mowed. And mm-hmm. John's family are like meticulous oh. in the yard, mm-hmm. always had a garden, mm-hmm. always canned and mm. had flowers. And mm-hmm. it's that, none of that is, that's not my thing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. everybody says, oh, your flowers are so nice. And I'm like, um, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't do anything with that. <laughs> I love it. So when you show up to help, John's like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, dig a four-inch hole and drop this uh-huh. flower in there. <laughs> and then don't touch anything else. Oh, I love it. Okay, that was so fun. Thanks, Barb. See? That was awesome. We got to know you a little bit more. Okay, next section. We would love to hear from you about a time that you have um, either gotten to join the mission or have experienced seeing someone join the mission whatever. As our listeners know, we are focusing this year on just that, joining the mission. And so we'd love to hear a story from you. Do you want a backstory or a current story? Either one. Go, and well, both. I mean, anything that you think it'd be fun for listeners to hear. I think the most exciting time of joining the mission was when I got involved in a street ministry mm-hmm. in the late 60s on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Oh, gosh, right. Tell us and about that. And that was, well, it was just super cool. We ministered to alcoholics and Mm. street people but Mm -hmm. a lot of runaway kids and Mm. the exciting time was when kids would come to Christ and we Mm. could and we could help them get home yeah absolutely Um, that was super cool and then I married John 43 years ago and I joined his Mm. mission Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, he was on Campus Crusade staff Mm -hmm. and I had back then nowadays couples can like one can serve but back then it was all or nothing so I had to be accepted for him to and I think they took me because they didn't want to lose him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, not really, that's but not, true. not really. But um, so I joined the mission with him, and we did campus ministry for a while, and then church ministry. Hmm. And hmm. I just feel like my my most important thing has always been to support him and what mm. he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he pastored a church for 13 years without a secretary. Yeah. So right. that was me. It wasn't without a know, secretary. And, <laughs> yeah, and we didn't have computers then. Mm-hmm. I did a mm-hmm. little Smith Corona portable on the kitchen table. Oh my goodness. You know. Yeah. So it's pretty much just been mm-hmm. with him and supporting him. And then most recently, I love working with E-Free Kids. Yeah. The number of people that it takes. I mean, I worked uh, in the basement with the kids before I had this job as mm-hmm, a job, mm-hmm. and I I don't think I could do my job as well if I hadn't sure, because you just yeah. kind of see the mm-hmm. needs and the flow and stuff. But um, I love working with the kids mm-hmm. and um, and supporting Pastor Kent in that. Yeah. Um, just yeah. whatever he needs, he doesn't lean on me as much as he probably could. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Yeah, 
cool. So what would you say to someone who's listening to this that is thinking of all the obstacles to join the mission? I could never do that. I don't have whatever, whatever it would be. What would you say? I could never do that is um, a lie from the mm-hmm. enemy unless mm-hmm. you're handicapped mm-hmm. physically or mentally. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. There's yeah. just, right. there's no reason that there's not a place for mm. everybody. I love that. You know, yep. this morning I'm trying to help process for someone who is challenged in mm. some areas, but they want to serve. Yeah. And we're, we've found a place they can serve. I love and that. we're working on it. Yeah. That's so good. So there's a place for everyone. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, Barb, thanks for your time. That's all we've got. That was so fun. It was great to get to know you. Okay, listeners, thank you for joining us today. We will see you all next time.